Welcome to Crazy Enough to Win. I'm your host, John Grubbs. Welcome to the podcast. So what if, what if the way you are planning and executing is all wrong? What if there's a better way to plan and execute in your business, in your life, in any facet of your existence? Stay with me until the end. You don't want to miss the end of this podcast. I have something really special for you today. Now, most of us, most of us have heard the old axiom, begin with the end in mind. Create a vision for what you want and go after it. But what if, what if that's all wrong? What if having a picture of what you wish blinds you to opportunities along the way? I mean, can we be so focused on one outcome that we miss others that appear in our path? Interesting questions. In the classic book, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, he espoused the idea of simply looking for something like wealth at the subconscious level primes the reticular activating system in the brain to see opportunities missed by most people. The brain can see something at both the conscious and subconscious levels. This vision may be practical for some things and harmful for others. So I'm going to introduce you to a couple of new terms. These may be terms you are familiar with, or these may be brand new terms to put in your vocabulary toolkit. Consider the terms incrementalism and terminalism as two new ideas. So incrementalism is a method of working by using many small incremental changes instead of a few extensively planned large jumps. Terminalism, on the other hand, is rare in the current dictionary vocabulary. And there is not much about the concept in this context, in the way that I'm explaining it to you today. And when I typed the word into the computer for a recent article, my computer was screaming at me. This is wrong. This is an error. This needs to be corrected. And I ignored it, by the way. Availability bias also known as a heuristic, is a mental shortcut to connect with ideas or opportunities. And this bias can render someone blind to other courses of action. And that blindness, that inability to see opportunity, that's my thesis. And that is where we start with the end in mind. When we do, we can become blinded to different decisions. Your favorite detective novels and movies are rich with cases where the officer becomes convinced one person is guilty and as a result no longer looks 
at additional evidence. And the same phenomenon can happen in business when a strategic plan can blind someone to other opportunities. And the farther out you plan, the bigger your blind spot becomes. Now, here's an example to consider. I consider this a really difficult change for some people to make. And I encourage all the CEOs and business owners who I work with to create an infographic about the current business strategy. And I recommend this because the vision in your head is rarely seen accurately by your team members. They can't see what you see. You may see it so vividly, but your people cannot. And I modeled the behavior by creating an infographic for my own business to encourage them to do the same. Do you know that in less than one year, my infographic has become wildly inaccurate? Things have changed along with opportunities for my business. And you say, well, John, why are you saying this? I say this because the typical three-year strategic plan in business is practically worthless in one year or less. And I'm not negating the power of planning. I think we should look toward the horizon to at least get a direction for our business. We have to see the horizon for opportunities. However, here's the part that I want you to get. When looking too far ahead, you can miss opportunities as they present for your business. I call this practice terminalism. Terminalism is the idea that your long-term plan becomes hardened over time and your team becomes aligned with making it work even to the detriment of additional or different opportunities. And I think history is rich with businesses that started in one business sector yet adapted quickly to be successful with a completely different market opportunity, thus avoiding the trap of terminalism. Now, in the book, Traction, it's a wonderful book. I highly recommend it. In the book, Traction, Gino Wickman recommends quarterly meetings to minimize terminalism. That's my word, not his. And I teach the concept of the OODA loop, O-O-D-A, OODA loop, as a method of negating the harm caused by terminalism. And you're saying, well, what is OODA? O-O-D-A. OODA stands for Observe, Orient, Decide, Act. Again, OODA stands for Observe, Orient, Decide, Act. And OODA loops are the essence of incrementalism. We all get blinded by the vision we have for our business. We become blind to other value propositions and opportunities. And you can hear this in phrases like, we do not do that, or we have never done that before, or that is not how we do things, or probably the most popular, we've been doing it that way forever. These are symptoms of terminalism for your business. So I want to encourage you to force the OODA loop process into your business strategy at least quarterly. Enhance this 
thinking by adding a literal stop doing list. You heard me right. Many people have to-do lists, but many people don't have stop doing lists. What are we going to stop doing this quarter? Be deliberate about projects, plans, and opportunities to be placed on the list to stop. Observe what you are doing and not doing currently. Force the team to answer why this is the case. Orient to new opportunities and analyze them vigorously from a customer perspective. What does the customer really want? Decide, make a decision to continue or change with small incremental steps. And then require action and resources to flow toward the incremental steps along the way. That is the OODA loop. Observe, orient, decide, act. Take action. Every business can disrupt itself by avoiding the terminal trap. And get this, a series of high-value small changes are much more effective than a lengthy plan that quickly becomes outdated during execution. That's right. Many of us are executing plans that are already outdated. And remember, an adaptive and responsive business will always be more successful than a rigid, less responsive competitor. If you want to be the, if you want to beat the big boys, out change them, out adapt them. Look for ways to be more responsive than your bigger, more clumsy competitors. And Fast Company Magazine promotes that the idea that fast companies beat larger and slower moving competitors almost every time. And a long vision is acceptable only if it gets questioned as perspective and position in the market changes. Quarterly recalibration meetings can offset the blindness that creeps in over time. And I want you to be willing to test new opportunities with short bursts of time and resources. Doing so will help you in reorienting your business and it will make you more adaptive and successful. I mean, think about this. Test, fail, and adapt continuously. Your market, competitors, and, com and customers are, are constantly changing. Why are you not doing the same? Thinking of your long-term plan remains accurate is the very definition of terminalism. Let me say that again. Thinking your long-term plan remains accurate is the very definition of terminalism. I want you to kill the sacred cows and demand incrementalism as a new path forward. Demand it. Utilize the cone of uncertainty that describes how reality becomes increasingly uncertain over time. Visualize a cone in your head. Where you are is at the small opening. As you move forward in the cone, the more uncertain life becomes. We can't plan too far ahead and expect the plan to remain valued or optimal. Reassess your strategy every 90 days. 
and I'm going to get a little bit real with you. I want you to go off-site and hire a facilitator who is not blind to the same terminalism your team is experiencing. And if you'll do this every 90 days, every quarter, your team will learn to question everything and adapt to new opportunities. Gino Whitman calls this the build-up as the quarterly meeting approaches in the EOS model. So you say, well, what does that mean, John? Every time you have the discipline to do the quarterly meeting and your team knows that you're going to ask hard questions or that you're going to have a facilitator who will ask hard questions, they're going to have to pre-think that meeting. They don't want to go in and look like they don't know what they're talking about or like they're not prepared. The build-up is where the magic happens. And here's the thing. Your team is going to initially resist the discipline that accompanies the OODA loop process. They're going to fight it because it's new. They will question the need for another off-site meeting. But I'm asking you, hold firm. Make this a ritual in your business. Make this something that your business just does every single quarter. Make it the way your company operates. If you do so, slowly the team will adapt. And these quarterly meetings will become your new normal. Over time, your company will become more successful with incrementalism at the core. These quarterly meetings are the essence of incrementalism. Be deliberate, be disciplined, and be determined to change your business every single quarter. Now, I promised you something at the end. Here's the nugget that I want you to think about. Too many companies are trapped, stuck in this terrible sacred cow called the annual performance appraisal. I think it's a terrible way to treat our precious employees. I mean, if you have top talent, if you have A player talent, if you have winners on your team, they want constant feedback. They want to know how they are doing constantly. And here's my nugget for you today. I tell the leaders that I work with, don't rate your people on how well they perform their jobs. Performance is expected. Performance is baked in. When you hire top talent, performance is expected. They know it. But if you want to really increase your leadership game, instead of rating people on how well they perform their job, rate people on how much they change their job. Use incrementalism at the individual level. What are you doing that's different from what you did last year? What are you doing this quarter that's new, that's, that's you know challenging for you? What are you experimenting with? What are you failing with? If you do so, you're going to increase the failing velocity for your team. And by failing more often, your team will learn more, get stronger, become more effective. It's that OODA loop process. Observe, orient, decide, act. Well, we don't want to just do it organizationally. We want to do it individually, too. And if you say, well, John, how does this apply to frontline workers? I want you to think about this. If you have a machinist, what has she done to change how she does her work? Has she added a new tool? Has she reoriented her workspace? 
If you have someone working in an office, what have they done to change how they do their work? I recently bought a tablet called the Remarkable 2. Now, get this, I used to take notes in my coaching sessions, in my meetings with, with prospective clients, on the traditional yellow legal pad. And about twice a year, uh, a truck comes to my office building and I get to shred all of the paper that I collected throughout the period. Well, the Remarkable 2 tablet is a tablet that feels like you're writing on paper. I tried writing on glass. I couldn't get the glass thing right. I couldn't. It didn't feel right for me. And I went back to using a traditional yellow legal pad. Well, I took a big chance. I bought the Remarkable 2 tablet, and I am blown away by how I no longer use paper for my meetings. And it comes with a really cool application the app, when connected to Wi-Fi, will automatically upload all of the notes that I take to both my computer and to my phone. I highly endorse the Remarkable 2 tablet. They're not paying me to say this. I'm doing this on my own because it's an example of the changes that I want you to encourage for your people at the individual level. If someone says, what have you changed about your business in the last quarter, John? I can say, well, I, I moved away from using paper and started using a digital tablet that's working remarkably for me. And it's a risk. It's a risk. What if I would have bought it and I had the same experience as when I was trying to take notes on glass? It was a risk. But folks, it's part of the OODA loop process. Observe. I'm doing a lot of note-taking on paper, finding old... Uh, notes is difficult to find. How do I make it better? How do I orient myself? Well, I look for a tablet that might better reach or meet my needs. I made a decision to buy and I acted. That is the OODA loop. Now, if you've enjoyed this podcast, subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast so you will get notified every time I drop a new episode. Share this podcast with people all across your network. If this helps one person, then my job was successful. If this helps you be more effective at planning, more effective at executing, more effective at being organized, if this helps you embrace change, then my time was well worth it. You know, if you will go to www.johngrubs.com, that's my website. I give away a ton of free information. You can even have a free copy of one of my books. That's right. It sells for $20 on Amazon. You can have it for free just for going to the website. And people say, John, why do you give your book away? Why are you giving your book away? Well, you're giving me the most precious gift one human gives another, and that's your time. And that book is my way of saying thank you for giving me that precious gift. Be on the lookout. I've got a new book that's in final editing mode. It's called The Wolf Sales Model. It is a non-relationship selling book. And it is going to debut very soon. You'll start to see more and more about that on my website. Uh, there's videos on my website. There's access to articles that I write on my website. You can actually subscribe and get an article that I reach or that I write typically 
weekly or biweekly uh, on my website. Go to www.johngrubs.com. You can even contact me through my website. If you have an idea for a podcast or if you get a question about anything that I've mentioned today, you can have access to me. This podcast is for people who are crazy. Crazy enough to change when others want to remain the same. Crazy enough to do things that others are afraid to do. Crazy enough to question normalcy, question the status quo, question mediocrity. We question everything because this podcast is for people crazy enough to win. Until next time.